Welcome to Living Biblically, a podcast from Graceland Church. Join us as Pastor Nate shares biblical wisdom that we can use in our daily lives and relationships to help us put Jesus first in our lives for our neighbors. Hey, this is Nate Milliken, one of the pastors at Graceland Church, and you're listening to Think Biblically. And this episode, I want to talk about just a couple principles and truths from a book I read a long time ago, several years ago. It's uh, by a guy named Jay Oswald Sanders, and it's his book on spiritual leadership, Principles of Excellence for Every Believer. So as we're thinking biblically, one of the things that that I think a lot of Christians are guilty of, of is this um, this this false dichotomy. If if you're a pastor, you're a spiritual leader. If you're an elder, you're a spiritual leader. If you're on staff at, at a nonprofit, at a, at a Christian organization, you're a leader, and everybody else is not a leader. And when you look at the scriptures, everybody who names the name of Christ, who follows after Jesus, is called to be a minister of the gospel and to take, as I say, that little plot of land that God has given to you um, and to cultivate that and to influence the lives of the people around you. Second Corinthians 2, that we are to be the aroma, the fragrance of Christ to those that are believers and to those that are not believers. And so spiritual leadership is is just implicit in what we think about uh, our biblical call to follow after Jesus. So here's some principles or some truths that I want to share with you from J. Oswald Sanders' book, Spiritual Leadership Principles of Excellence for Every Believer. And shout out to Pastor Larry. Uh, This is one of his go-to books. He has read this book countless times. It's one of the first books that he gives to people. He actually gave me a copy a couple years ago, so shout out to Pastor Larry. But first is this, true greatness, uh, true leadership is found in giving yourself in service to others not in coaxing or inducing others to serve you. I mean, we see that all throughout the Bible. I mean, even in Mark 10, 45, we see Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So true greatness, true leadership is servant leadership. I serve as the lead pastor at Graceland Church, and most of the time when I introduce myself to our church, particularly at New Albany, Um, uh, and that service at at 9 o'clock or 10.30 is the service that we actually put on our, um, uh, you know, as we shoot out to to YouTube and people watch at at later times throughout the week or months. Um, I regularly say, hey, I'm one of the pastors. I serve uh, alongside a team of of great men and a lot of women who serve here at Graceland, and so I'm not above uh, serving others picking up trash, uh, moving chairs. Uh, Obviously, we have our lane. We have responsibilities. We have to be a good stewardship of the competencies and skills that God has given to us. But every believer, it doesn't matter what your position is, we are called to servant leadership. So true greatness, true leadership is found in giving yourself to other people. Secondly, um, as, as I was reading this book years ago and thinking about just the context of where you and I are in the world today, um, the world desperately needs spiritual leadership. The world desperately needs spiritual leadership. But what does it look like? We know giving ourselves away as we follow in the footsteps of Jesus. But also, what, what, is, what are some characteristics of that? One, I think spiritual leaders exemplify authority authority has become such, it's almost become like a cuss word. Like when you say the word authority, there's automatically words such as pride and arrogance and being uh, dictatorial, uh, narcissistic, autocratic, 
uh, arrogant, but really we, we need to champion good, godly, benevolent, sacrificial authority. Uh, my friend, Dr. Jonathan Woodyard, who serves as one of the vice presidents at Southwest Baptist University, um, talks about we, we don't champion uh, good authority. So spiritual leaders are people who have authority. They, they know where they're going. And, and they know how to get there. In fact, leadership has, has been defined in many ways, but one way that leadership is defined is a, an understanding of a preferred future. Here's where I want to go. Here's where we need to go. And here's the pathway, the strategy by which we're going to get there. So spiritual leaders are sacrificial. They're authoritative. And they're, they're spiritual. Spiritual leadership, spiritual leaders are spiritual people. They have a strong relationship with God. And I'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. Another truth or principle uh, or characteristic of spiritual leadership is that spiritual leaders um, really need to have a high relational emotional competency. So I know I said in the very beginning, everybody who names the name of Jesus in some capacity is a spiritual leader, is called a spiritual leadership. But we we know, you know, I know that there are men and women that the Spirit of God sets apart um, that have a greater influence, right? Their concentric circle of influence and favor with people is is wider and larger. And so those individuals, particularly in positions of leadership and influence, they need to have, wow, I just cannot tell you and stress this enough, they need to have high relational, emotional competency, I have met a lot of people uh, over the last 21 years, 22 years of serving in ministry who thought and believed wrongly they had high relational emotional competency. We, we might say emotional intelligence, and uh, they just didn't. The people around them uh, knew that they didn't, but they did not know that they didn't have that. Uh, we would call that unconscious incompetence, right? They're, they're unconscious of their incompetence. And so r- really what this means is how, how do we handle relationships? And how you handle relationships really uh, tells a lot about your potential for a greater uh, for a greater leadership capacity. So if you think about uh, relationships, tact is the ability to, to deal with people sensitively, uh, to avoid giving offense, to have a feel for the proper words or responses to a delicate situation. And, and so as you think about uh, spiritual leadership, sacrificial, having authority, and being spiritual people, uh, a person who exemplifies high relational emotional competency, that is just the tact of how to navigate relationships with people. Uh, another characteristic, I think, of, 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 of spiritual leadership that we see in Sanders' book is uh, that of being a peacemaker. He doesn't call it out exactly like that, but we see that in the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the peacemakers making peace, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. So if you're um, in a position of leadership and you find that your default posture or response or the thought that automatically comes to your mind is that you would rather pick a fight than solve a problem, then I would just appeal to you, please don't step into a position of leadership, right? The the Christian leader, man, woman, older, younger, seasoned, or novice, needs to be a person who is gentle and not a lover of controversy. In fact, we see that in 1 Timothy 3 as Paul is outlining 
qualifications of what a pastor, an overseer, elder, bishop, all were speaking to this teaching authoritative office of the church, the spiritual leadership office of the church. One of the words that Paul uses, it's not a word that we use a whole lot, is is the word uh, pugnacious, uh, you know, argumentative, contentious, lover of controversy, lover of arguments. And, and you know people like that. In fact, early on in my ministry, I, I was I love to pick a fight. Uh, I can be quite witty in my tongue, which Proverbs says has the ability to bring life and death. I think that I brought a lot of death and discouragement and anxiety and, and into people's lives, into my own life, marriage, family, because of the quick wittedness of my tongue. And I love to fight. I love to argue. And I'm learning about the sinfulness and the depth of sin in my own heart as, as I think about a person who's pugnacious, contentious, and rather what I want to be by God's grace and the work of the Spirit in my life. And I pray that this is the case with you. We want to be gentle and not lovers of controversy. That does not mean, just hear me out, that does not mean that we roll over and we acquiesce to issues and conversations where there is truth and things at stake that are of uh, importance, but it means that the way, the manner in which we do it is gentle and kind. And you can still be courageous and candid and forthright uh, and even uh, admonish with a posture of kindness and gentleness and love. Um, so there you go. Uh, last, last thing that I'll say, and this is kind of a, a two-part episode. I'll talk in the next episode about some additional characteristics of spiritual leadership because as I think about my own heart, as I think about the role and the leadership of our, of our elders here at Graceland Church, as I think about my peers, as I think about people in positions of leadership, I desperately want to be, and I want them to be, spiritual leaders. And so often, what is the case? And you, you know this. Some of you have had some terrible experiences. Maybe you yourself have been the one who's exemplified unspiritual leadership, or you've been the recipient of unspiritual leadership. So I desperately want uh, people in positions of leadership on social media, people who write books, conferences, retreats, churches, um, state convention leaders, uh, denominational leaders. We need to be, and I want to be, and I pray for many of them by name to be spiritual leaders. So the, so the last thing I'll say is this, and then we'll come back for another episode on spiritual leadership. Proverbs speaks about this continually. Humility comes before honor, and pride comes before ruin. So if you want to be a leader who wants honor, and I think it's okay, I'll talk more about that another time. If you want to be a leader who wants favor and esteem and influence and honor, you need to be a person of humility. Humility precedes honor. You're not going to have honor from God and favor from God and honor and favor from from God's people and from people who don't even know God if you're not a person of humility. Sooner or later, the reality, the inner workings of your heart will come forth because pride comes before ruin or destruction. So a domineering manner, um, unbridled ambition, an offensive, arrogant, pretentious strut, a tyrant's talk, those types of attitudes and postures could not be any more less fit for a person who claims to be a servant of Jesus. 
Spiritual Leadership, Episode 1. We'll talk more about that at a later time. Happy reading. Take care. And if you would, we'd love for you to take a moment and rate this podcast. That helps us in terms of getting the word out and influence. And I hope that it has served you well. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Living Biblically. We hope this episode encouraged you today. And if you have any questions, feel free to email us at questions at gracelandbaptist.org.